0: Welcome to a Better Way podcast with your host, Ryan Haley. Learn to excel in business God's way, where the supernatural meets the practical. Experience a better way to succeed and learn from real life business owners and entrepreneurs who have prospered in unconventional ways be inspired by their true stories, and realize that prayer can become your practical source of provision when you embrace walking by faith and not human sight. And now, here's your host, Ryan Haley.
1: Welcome back to A Better Way Podcast. This is your host, Ryan Haley, and this week's episode is part two of the interview with Sean McNinch. You guys heard part one last week, and we left you on a bit of a cliffhanger, but I promise you it will be worth the wait. Last week, Sean was talking about some different business opportunities he had, and an employment opportunity in particular with a man named Michael, who had a business that he was grooming Sean for, even though Sean didn't really know that the whole time. So that's what we're going to get into right here as we dive right into part two of this episode. Enjoy. Michael
2: was training me. We didn't know what it was for. Towards the end of second year, that, that December, January, he was starting to talk to me. He was like, honestly honestly, he's like, I just don't want to do this anymore. He's like, I have done carpet cleaning for 30 years. And he was like, you know, is this something you'd be interested? In? And I was like, well, yeah, I'm doing all the work. I'm doing everything for it. I said, you've trained me, you know, I feel comfortable. I feel good. I was like, why wouldn't I, you know, want to receive the rest of the money if I'm doing all the work? And I was like, and I definitely don't want to work for somebody else. <laughs> I was like, You know, I, I was at that point out at that point where I was already so comfortable with it. I've been doing everything. I was like, yeah, if, if you're willing to help me out with this one way or another, like, let's, let's figure out how we can do this. And so, um, it was going into third year actually. So I worked for Michael for an entire year later on during, um, third year school. Um, he ended up talking to me that that fall winter area where he was like, I'm just done. I, I can't do this anymore. And so that, that was the timeline. And so in third year towards that spring, we ended up making a deal together with Michael and I, to where, you know, it was just a huge blessing. He was like, John, you know what, we'll just do a payment plan. You can pay me, you know, we did, you know, X amount for however many months we did it for. And he was willing to work with me with that. Um, which again, not something a lot of people are willing to do. It can happen. But you know, to me, it was just a blessing. And it wasn't even just that cause I couldn't even get the loan put together. And my brother was just like, here, you know, here's the money that you need for the down payment, you know, pay me back when you can. And so it was a blessing all the way around something that God put together and it all started And you can go back from this moment where me to even get this business, so many things had to take place. One, if I would have had that Olive Garden job, if we went all the way back to Olive Garden, I would never have looked for carpet cleaning. It would never have started the path that I was on to start doing businesses and learning how to trust God at a much more exponential level. You know, a lot of people have to trust God for $1,500, $2,000 a month for rent and a car payment. I'm 10 times that now, like I have to trust God for so much more money per month. It's, it's kind of crazy. I freaked out about it a couple months ago and I'll get into it. <laughs> um, you know, it's one of those things you take the plunge and God's going to keep stretching you. Once you get comfortable, it's like, okay, yeah, you're doing good. You're doing good. Come on, keep coming. You now, Oh, you made it. Great. I mean, God takes 10 steps back and makes the rope even shorter and thinner and, you know, you're on the tire rope again. And it's just kind of the walk of what it is. But, you know, the Bible talks about how it's impossible to please God without faith. And so God's not going to ever call you to do something that's not going to require faith to get there. And that's something that I'm learning right now. It's like, okay, God, I know. I know what I'm doing now. Like, I'm still not quite comfortable, but I'm getting there. But I know it's not going to last forever because once they get real comfortable, <laughs> God's going to take 10 steps back and the cord's going to get even thinner. It's just how it goes. But um, so I guess just to keep going as far as that goes, so we end up doing that with Michael and he ends up helping me out, get that business going. And like I said, it was just a blessing all the way around. My brother's willing to help me out. Um, but if I didn't take, if I would have taken any of these other jobs, I would never have been looking for it. So God knew all the way around if I would have started working first year and I had that money to push me through third year, I would never have started this. Now could he have done it through another Avenue or something? Sure. I'm sure he could have, you know, it's God, he could have had a different plan for me, but the problem was, is this was the plan he wanted. This is what he was choosing. And, you know, I really believe that God will open the doors that he wants to be open and shut the ones that he wants to shut. In this case, he was shutting all kinds that I could not push open with as hard as I wanted <laughs> to, which just shut. And, um, and it all worked out for, you know, this reason it was to get me started on a path that, you know, he was going to honor what he told me as a 12 year old. And that's what I'm doing at the current moment, you know, um, in real lifetime is I'm going back to what God told me as a 12 year old that he's fulfilling. That's in the process of what I'm going into right now. And that's taking care of my parents. But anyways, going back to the timeline where we were. Um, so I end up working this business and I'm working it for about, I don't know, five, six months, go through the first summer, which was, you know, for carpet cleaning, that's our busy time. So I get through the first summer. I have just enough money to probably pay taxes. You know, I have the money aside that I needed to pay taxes and all that other stuff. And I feel like God's saying, hey, I want you to start this in this trucking company. And I've been talking to my brother. So
1: just so we're clear, you you you'd already taken over through this miraculous set of circumstances to be able to buy the business from Michael. You own mm-hmm. this clean carpet cleaning company, Citrus Solutions, at this point, and you yep. barely have enough to pay for your taxes. And at that point, yep. God has you get into another business.
2: Yep, absolutely, and that was part of the fun because I was now comfortable. I've been doing carpet cleaning at this point in time for two years in my life. Like I can do it without thinking there was no stress to it. It was just me being complacent. I was like, yeah, this is great. Like I wake up, I go work for a few hours, you know, and I kind of, you know, go to the gym, do whatever else I want to. Like it was a very relaxing environment that I created for myself. And so, um, over that summer, the same summer that I'm kind of working and doing stuff, I started talking to my brother-in-law a little bit, about doing some trucking stuff. And he was real interested in it. He had some prior knowledge and experience and, you know, different things. And so we were talking about it in general. Um, fast forward about three months after he and I started talking, he, um, he got a job where it was his sole purpose, um, to do trucking. Um, and so I ended up starting to work and do stuff there. And, um, to kind of skip over some of this, cause it wasn't, it's not extremely important at the moment, but some of the highlights for this particular circumstance was I didn't have the money per se. I can put money into it, but if it failed right away, not only did I jeopardize, you know, the trucking and what I was wanting to do there, but now I'm also jeopardizing <laughs> my next year's worth of tax money and different things that I pulled out. And again, this is something where most people could definitely heavily frown upon. Like, not only are you gambling one business, now you're putting both businesses in jeopardy. Um, which isn't, I guess, necessarily, I could have taken a loan payment, I guess, for taxes, or whatever else, but nobody wants to do that. But it just could have set me back a lot further, to be honest, is what it could have done. Um, it could have set me back to where for the next two years I was paying up and catching up for taxes and you know trying to figure out how to do everything. But um, thankfully, God had a plan at this point in time. My sister and my brother-in-law, they were having issues as far as, you know, they had some really un uncharacteristic things happened to them with work and um as far as like their jobs they end up both having to leave their prior job just because of issues um, with management different things and so they were kind of getting into a little bit of a hole and what ended up happening was we started these trucks and thankfully you know i didn't need it i pulled back out the money that i put into it so i had my tax money back for citrus my carpet cleaning and then um the rest of that money that got made as far as anything goes, they were able to start using it to help out with rent and different things like that. So it was actually a business that got kind of created, um, that God put in my heart that we kind of moved about with it. Um, I learned a lot of business things with it and that was what I ended up taking from it was more business. My, my family was able to use it for, some money purposes and to help them, but I'm very grateful for the business knowledge and different things that I learned. And it was more of things that I don't want to make sure I don't get into and I don't do wrong in the future. Um, but that's incredible knowledge that I learned with just some time and some heartache, but it didn't really cost me anything. And that was huge at the time. Um, so it, it was free knowledge, just painful to learn. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, so, but, so that business is kind of, um, it's around, but it's something that I'm kind of in the process of actually dissolving because it kind of hit its end. It, it did what we needed it to do. It helped them out. Um, I got some lessons learned out of it. and We're content just kind of being done with it. So that was still here though. That only just recently stopped, I guess, um, not that long ago. So, um, we'll, we'll continue, I guess, as far as the timeline goes, cause this is where it starts to get actually real fun again for me. So this is actually just in the past six months. So I started that business last September at the trucking company. And I remember I ended up hearing about this new company, um, in November and in November, I'm talking to this guy cause he did, um, the carpet cleaning as well. And he was like, we just talk every now and then cause it's carpet cleaning. We have some shared interests and we just kind of talk about it with each other. And so this was ideas. an owner,
1: this was a, an owner of a different carpet cleaning.
2: Yes, process. exactly. So it was owner to owner. We were just kind of chit chatting and, um, you know, we, we were talking about how, you know, at some point in time, I think we both want something better. And I was like, you know, if you know of anything, you know, and something pops up, you know, I might be interested in the future. Well, future was <laughs> very, very soon. So he's like, well, it's funny that you say that. Um, you know, I'm actually in the process right now. I'm starting a new company at the turn of the year and, um, this is what it is. And it's a new mold company. Um, their technology is different than everybody else. And it's, it really, it's a game changer. Like the way that we treat mold and the way that, uh, mold is done as far as how we can eradicate the problem compared to other companies. There's, there's nobody that's like it. And so as far as competition goes, like it's not even close. Um, not that I necessarily want to get into, I guess, a ton of that, but the company name is pure maintenance. And if anybody's interested in as far as I goes, they can look up, it's just, it's very different. Um, and nobody can compete with us. And so, but that was kind of what caught me to this, my attention to this more than anything. One, I trust this guy. He ran a very successful carpet cleaning business, took over it. He grew it. Um, and beyond that, like I just, he was a business person. Like he's very good at business. So the one thing that I've learned also in my life, I don't have the same person that I go to for my advice for just absolutely everything. So God tells, you, God tells us that we can you know, judge what kind of uh, tree it is by its fruit, correct? So what we want to do and what I've done in my life, and since I've learned this trick, it's kind of served me very well. I don't go to my parents for every single question because their fruit may not look as ripe and good for depending on the situation. I have different people for different things in my life. It's a spiritual question. I have one or two buddies along with my mom that I go to. If it's a moral question of how to act, or treat something, I go to my dad because I like the fruit. I like what I've seen him do over the course of my life. If it's a business question, God's blessed me and put me in around other, um, well, I'm not there, but around millionaires and people that they're very successful. They know what they're doing. So I go ask them. So instead of just asking one person what it is, I look for what fruit do I like out of what situation. And I have to be honest. That's the one kicker about it is like, I have to be honest with myself and say, no, this person doesn't quite have what I'm looking for. And that's Okay. You have to be willing to say that this is okay. This person isn't going to have what I need and that's fine. And so, but in my case, I've just been very blessed and fortunate. Like I said, this guy was one of them. I like his head. I like the the fruit that I've seen as far as businesses go and how he grew the other business and um, just just the head that he has on his shoulders for you know business smarts and that kind of thing. And so um, he tells me about this company. And I'm like, I'm very interested. One, just because it's him. Two, it's different. Nobody can really do it like us. Um, the money looks good. The profit margins look outstanding. Like everything about it just, just looks good, feels good. Um, but you know, we can cross that barrier where we're so excited because it just looks like a great opportunity. But now you have to find out if you have peace about the situation, which can be hard after that point in time. Cause it's like, you're so excited. Like, is this excitement or is this peace? You know, there's, there's a portion there where you have to be still and just kind of wait on God and be like, okay, hey God, is this the correct choice? Now, what a lot of people do and what I, I used to do my entire late teenager to early 20 life, I would sit there forever because I was too scared to make a move. And I would just wait there and be like, Hey God, I'm just waiting. Okay. God, I'm just waiting. Okay. God, I'm waiting. Like, and that's all it was. And I was too scared to make that move when the reality was God gave me a direction. He gave me a door. I had peace to go through it at times. And I just, I didn't understand that I was supposed to go through it the way that I do now. And I think that was the problem then.
1: Yeah, that's, that reminds me of a verse that talks about, I think it's in Colossians that says, let the peace of God rule in your hearts. And that word rule means umpire or call the shots. And that's so important. What you just said, I had a previous podcast interview last summer with someone very successful business guy who says that you need that combination of both peace and desire to move forward. Cause you may have desire for something. Like you said, you get all excited. It sounds like a good idea. The profit margins look good, but you don't have peace and you need to be in touch with that peace. And then other times you may have peace about something, but you don't have desire. Maybe like citrus solutions. When you first started it, you had no desire whatsoever to be in the carpet cleaning business, (laughs) but you had this, you know, inexplicable, but undeniable peace about it. And then eventually the desire came, but that's a really important thing. And I also want to highlight what you said about having, um, different trees with different types of fruit depending on the situation and it reminds me of a verse in proverbs that says that in abundance of counselors there is safety and i've heard that a lot of ways but i like the way you're approaching it is that you have abundance of counselors segmented to different things so maybe your parents are good for counsel in this area this business owner is good for counsel in that area and other people are good for counsel in different areas and that's a great way to look at it. That was a big lesson I learned a couple of years ago with business and just life in general is, you know, if I'm going to be considering a business partnership with somebody or even taking advice from someone, like, does their life look like I want my life to look by following exactly. their advice? And if the answer is no, then they're probably not the best person to take that advice or partner with in that. Right. Absolutely. Yep.
2: That, that was a fun lesson because, you know, we grow up and we assume, you know, mom and dad, they have the answers for everything and not anything against my parents, but, and nobody can be perfect for everything. Like everybody has their strengths and weaknesses. And the sooner we learn that, I think the easier it is. And again, it's not a knock on any one individual. Um, it's just the reality of life. Nobody can have the answer for every question. And so the sooner that you learn, like there's better people suited, depending on the need and the situation, like I think, the easier it is to get the correct counseling, if that makes sense.
1: Absolutely. Um, And the other thing that you said that I think is really key for so many people, I see so many Christians, and I was in the same boat for a long time, who are so worried about making the wrong decision or taking a wrong step that they just sit around paralyzed, waiting for God, waiting and waiting and waiting and never making a move. And I think that it really pleases God. Like you said, faith is the only thing that pleases God. And that kind of faith is trusting Him not trying to perform right. for him, but resting and trusting in him. Like we talked about earlier. And right. you, I think that God will actually be more honored when we trust him enough to take a step in faith and take some risk and uncertainty, even if maybe it wasn't the ultimate, you know, step that he had, he can still work all things to the good. Like you said earlier, as it says in Romans right. 8, 28, you can work all these things in a pattern for good and I think the thing that, that frustrates me that I almost have a righteous anger about is that I see so many Christians who go through so long with God or two, three, four plus years of Bible college or whatever the training and the program is, and they never end up stepping into it because they're not willing to just make a move, like you said, and trust God. And I think that is so key to your success and what you've got up to this point as we're about to get into like the real huge increase here in the last six months is just trusting God step-by-step step, iteratively over time. As you've gone through those experiences and you have that rich history with God where he's come through time and again, even when it looked really, really right. scary at times, you can ha- your faith muscles are built where you can actually trust him in bigger things that stretch you to new levels as you're about to talk right. about. So right. tell us now at this point, You own Citrus Solutions. You own the trunking company. Now you've got a third option on the table with Pure Maintenance, this mold company. Tell us about how you got into that business. So
2: after I heard about the ins and outs, it was a very interesting thing because I loved everything about it, but I only knew about the company for two weeks. That was it. I was already up there investigating the company. I wanted to see headquarters. I wanted to see what was going on. That's how excited I was about it. And I wanted to make sure I had the information. I wanted to see, make sure I understood it. And because it's one of those companies where it almost sounds too good to be true, I had to see it from my own eyes. It was one of those things. I was like, hey, God, this feels good, feels right. But too good to be true. I need to see it in person. And so that's why I, I grabbed a first flight kind of thing up there and ended up doing that. <clears throat> and um, when I got back, it just I visited where I am now, which is in Austin, Texas. And um, this is where I started the company. And so we fast forward a little bit longer. I didn't buy the company yet, but I pretty much put it in like, Hey, this is what I want. Let me know if somebody else is trying to go after it, but this is, this is, I want this company. This is where I'm going to be. But I knew I didn't want to start until like March or so. Um, There were some other financial things, just whatever. And I knew like March is kind of where I was looking, where it was going to make sense. So we fast forward a little bit longer. I'm looking at this, start this company in March. And now not only does this company start in March, the guy in san antonio comes up to me and he's like hey like i'm going through some things you know or would you be interested in owning this company too and i
1: was like oh my gosh so, so it's the like, first God. the first pure maintenance company is in austin right
2: yep correct and, and so, so you
1: haven't even fully committed to this i haven't
2: even i just started like literally like within like a week time frame it might have been a week before a week after but it was in within just a couple week time period And I'm like, oh my gosh, like what? I just paid so much money because you have to pay for peer maintenance and that kind of thing. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm paying for peer maintenance. I'm paying for, you know, if anything falls on the trucking, I'm going to have to cover that. I'm paying for citrus. And I got, I'm like, God. So this is at
1: the point you've actually bought the Austin location.
2: Yeah. Like it's already a done deal. I may not have started work, but it was already paperwork was done. This was going to be my company. And that was already known at this point. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, God, I was like, this would be like astronomical, God. And I'm starting to look at it and I'm like, and I'm telling this guy, I'm like, look, like I want to, but I was like, I'm not sure. And he first started and he was like, you know, do you know anybody at all? And I was like, man, if I did that, like I would have this whole bottom territory and I, you know, I could feel real comfortable and, you know, but the problem is, is more bills. <laughs> so. I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, God, I was like, I have to know this is from you. Like I, there's no ifs, ands, or buts citrus can't cover this. If it's wrong. I was like, if, if I'm not hearing right on this, my bills literally are, you know, high teens a month for high teen thousands. And so I'm like, okay, God, this, I can't be wrong. <laughs> I'm used to only making, you know, maybe five, six, you know, thousand dollars a month, something like that. And I'm trying to almost triple that. What it almost feels like overnight. And so I'm like, God, this, this cannot be wrong. It was one of those decisions. It was like, God, I have to know this is you. And all that kept coming back to me is when I was 12, it was, you know, I'm supposed to do this. I have to take a leap. And there's one of those things that honestly, the word that I got when I was 12, that I'm going to be taking care of my parents and helping them out. That's almost pushed me more than anything else and it wasn't that I would let that override my peace by any means, cause it wouldn't, but it was also one of those factors where it just kept coming up and it just, it would not go away. And so I think in my head, I was like, okay, God, like I really believe this is you pushing me towards this. You're this is constantly in my brain. Like, and I believe that was a word from you then if that keeps coming up, it's a word from you now. Like, and so what I'm thinking is, okay, God, this is what you want to use to fulfill the word that you gave me when I was 12. And so I'm like, okay, God, I, I, I'll jump into it, but I was scared. I'm not going to lie. I was scared. (laughs) I was like, God, I'm going to do this regardless, but I believe and trust. This is you. And I'm going to go into it. Like what ended up happening. I had a very big piece about the situation until I looked at my bills. Once I actually wrote out all my bills, And it's just like Peter getting out of the boat. And I love this story and it fits my life very, very good because what ended up happening was Peter, you know, everybody knows the story pretty well, but you know, they're rocking winds going all over the place, big storm. And, you know, they see this ghost, it turns out it's Jesus. And Peter says, Lord, if that's you, bid me to come on the water. He says, come. Peter takes that step out of the boat and he's doing the impossible. He's doing what he believes to be impossible, which we know it is as well, walking on water. But this is my situation. I'm like, God, this is impossible. Like, there's no way, like this is so much debt and different things that I'm taking on. Um, you know, this has to be you because otherwise it's going to be literally impossible for me to make this up. You know, you're going from again, making maybe four to $6,000 a month. to triple what you need more than triple that just to survive. Um, just that's to break even, even to and pay your expenses. Yeah, just just even pay expenses. You're gonna need about triple of that. And so I'm looking at the impossible, and but I, again, I didn't realize that the expenses were that until I wrote them all down. But I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, God, like if this is you, like it'll be fine. But if it's not, and what ended up happening was I got my eyes off of God. God's over here saying, hey, this is what I'm doing. I'm providing this opportunity. I need you to take it. Remember when I said this when you were twelve? Like this is this is me trying. Like you need to step out, you need to do what I'm asking. And so I was like, Okay, God, fine. And like I'm stepping out of the boat. And at this point in time, after I step out, I'm looking at my expenses and I start sinking. I'm like, God, there's no way. Like I started freaking out for two days. I was freaked out. And I was like, God, there's no way. But at the end of the day, you know, God was there to pick me up, so to speak. And, you know, um I rested on some buddies and just kind of talked to them. Um, I was like, look, like, I'm not gonna lie to you, this is difficult. Like, this is a very difficult situation for me. But I was like, I do feel like it's right, I feel like it's correct. Long story short, for all that, I stand through, I go through faith, I'm like, okay, God, I believe this is you, I believe this is your word trying to be fulfilled. I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna take over it. And that's where I'm at now. So at this point in time, now I own four businesses, and this (laughs) is all within one calendar year. And I'm just (laughs) freaking out my God, I haven't done like a successful business in my life. And now you have one that's already up and running that does pretty well. I'm starting two from scratch and I have a trucking company that I honestly don't even care about at this point, but it's still in my name. It still draws stress. Um, you know, cause there's still expenses. There's still things that have to be done and taken care of on it. And it's in my name and that sort of thing. So it still pulls some of that. Not that I had a lot of stress or input anymore. Cause I tried to back away as much as possible. Cause it just, it was too much. So at this point in time, I'm running four businesses and i'm like okay god this is all in one calendar year i was like i just i wasn't like freaking out to the extent of like not actively still pushing through and pursuing but it was enough where i was like i had to really take a step back and i had to spend time with god and i had to have some godly counsel and people bringing me back and saying look like yes this looks hard this looks impossible but if you know this is god then you have to walk through it kind of thing and that's exactly what happens um Fast forward a little bit more. I mean, that was only March. We're only talking a couple months ago, February, March, somewhere in there. It might've been February. Um, I think it was February. So in March, I have um, stuff starting to come through where it's, you know, I have upwards of 150000 $160,000 of debt um, as far as like business expenses go. And a lot of people, you know, they may frown upon that, different things. But the thing is, is to me, is it's no different than having a flip home. It's no different than having, you know, something else where you reach out into debt for a chance to make some extra money. The difference is, is most of these businesses, they're paying for themselves. Citrus pays for itself, pays for its salary employee now. It pays for everything that it needs to do. It's self-sustaining, self-sufficient. I don't have to dip into anything else. It takes care of itself. Um, The trucking, I'm going to nix it. I'm done with it anyways. But um, pure maintenance and now pure mold solution. Um, they pay for themselves and they pay for my living. They do it for everything else now. Um, so these quote unquote gambles, which to me they weren't because I felt God's peace. I felt like it was the right decision to pursue actively into these and step out in faith. So anytime you do anything in business, it's going to be a gamble. Everybody that goes into business needs to know they can flop just like I feel like my trucking was a flop. However, it still didn't cost me anything. So as a flop, I did very, very well, um, (laughs) to not have to lose thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of dollars into it. Um, so that was a very successful flop. (laughs) Um, but that's kind of what, you know, the process that I'm in now. And just to kind of talk a little bit about some of this, um, not to get into too much detail, but I said how much debt, you know, the businesses that I have, just in March alone, there were a few different things that happened. If we weren't in the middle of a, you know, quote unquote, pandemic situation, I would have been able to pay off half of my debt, which is, you know, 150, 160, I could have paid off half of that in one month. Um, there were a couple of different situations and scenarios that would have happened to make that go that way. But if we weren't in the situation continuing through pandemic issues, that's how much God was able to make up just in one quick month um now of course obviously being blessed with many situations but god knows the blessings that he has in that situation that you're getting ready to step through and of course i don't know that but it's not my job to know that it's my job to actually step and it's god's job to put everything else in order to light my way as it says in psalms uh proverbs 4 that god will light the way and you know to your path and that kind of thing and so i just need to follow the path that god has for me and now i'm getting to see all the different things that are coming in it's insane to be honest with you. I never thought that I would have opportunities for certain money incomes and revenue streams coming through. Um, you know, I, I have jobs for sanitation that comes through cause my, my product can kill COVID. And so, you know, in the middle of all these issues, you know, that can arise with all kinds of different things that provided me actually a decent amount of money in in that March issue. Um, and, you know, I have some different mold jobs that could be, you know, A six figure jobs. I'll just put it that way. Um, because you know, if a hotel has an issue, that's going to be a lot of money. And because we're so much cheaper than everybody else, it's a good deal for everybody that's involved. It's not me ripping anybody off. It's everybody's happy with it kind of thing, because it's so much cheaper than everybody else because of the technology we use. But again, I didn't know all this. I didn't understand any of this. It was just, okay, I have to go through this door, walk, walk this out and wait for God. And that's kind of the process that it's been. But again, I had to get over my fear of you know all this debt, all this stuff that looked impossible to me. But now I'm starting to see some of the fruits just almost immediately, um, which it had to be. That was one of the other decisions is I was like, okay, God, this is February. My bill is coming at the end of March. I didn't have time to play around. Like It had to be immediately successful. And that's an issue for a lot of things is you know, and a lot of other businesses weren't as fortunate during this pandemic. I'm not going to lie. You know, some people probably started the same time I did, and they've probably been closed already for a month or two, you know, where I'm somewhat thriving and doing well, and other people may be failing in, you know, not being able to be successful. You know, the difference was in this case, you know, this was something that God opened a door that God knew. God knew what was coming as far as COVID coming. God knew how I was going to make money. He knew how to already have those blessings set up and You know, it was something that I didn't understand all that, of course, but, you know, I couldn't be more thrilled and more happy that I walked through those doors.
1: Amen. Amen. And I think, you know, the difference is in how we define success. You were successful even when you felt least like it. If we define success as simply listening for God's voice, trusting it and obeying it to take action on it, then you were successful when you had $300 in your bank account. You were successful when you had $412 in your bank account. And that was the foundation that God was laying back then at lower stakes to get you to the point where within one calendar year, you are now a business owner, of four different businesses, three out of four of which are self-sustaining and profitable. So if you look at the batting average, any any baseball player who can get to 750 batting average, three hits, three <laughs> out of four, that's pretty darn good. And you didn't even Absolutely. strike out on the other one. You just, you know, it was yeah, kind yeah. of uh, just a neutral situation. So, I mean, the, the thing that comes back to me is earlier I made a point of saying that even though at the time you first got to Karis and you're applying for all these jobs, you were eminently qualified for in the natural, you were being disqualified maybe in a sense by God, if we can say that, or he was blocking it, what should have been an easy door to walk through because of your earthly qualifications, it didn't work. But God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called and he called you at the age of 12 to have a heart to provide for your parents, to bless people, to use money as a tool, not as an idol, but just as a tool that can be used for blessing and for God's purposes. And now you are without any business background or experience other than a minor in business back in your undergrad, you are now successfully running four different businesses within 12 months. And you didn't even go to, Careers for business school either you just went for ministry and oh, that's what you're learning <laughs> and that may eventually lead to that down the road but I just am so struck by how you were just willing to let God lead you despite yourself despite circumstances and you didn't need to know everything you have a good work ethic you have uh, you know common sense and some great upbringing that has helped you along the way and some mentorship from your business owners, partners, other people in your, in your sphere. But I just want people to take away from this, that God doesn't just work with the super dupers. Sean is a perfect example of this. He yeah, by not a had <laughs> no background in this. And he is now, I mean, I've told Sean this many times, man, you're my hero because you're, I talk about business all the time and I have my own and I'm doing this stuff, you know, in a kind of a combination of business and ministry. But I mean, the fact that you had no money in the bank and now own four businesses and that you're learning these processes and letting God stretch you and learning to trust him deeper, that's the ultimate definition of success now in my book. But you're going to see, as you're already seeing, you're going to increasingly see the natural fruit from that and as we always talk about in this podcast right. it's about where the supernatural meets the practical and you have demonstrated that at each of these junctures you've talked about and yes it was difficult it was uncomfortable it may have been you know completely anxiety provoking at times but you allowed god to be god and to trust him and now you're seeing the bottom line results and i just that's so awesome i just want people to take this away don't be afraid to take a risk and to trust god because he is faithful and our only work is to believe. And you have modeled that so well, Sean. And I I'm just so excited for what has already happened and what, what's going to be coming here very shortly.
2: Yeah. Um, cap it off with one other thing. You know, one of the biggest keys that, and this happened a lot too, for me, I've listened to a lot of motivational speeches, different things from different people or whatever. Um, You don't always get it from your close friends, family, whatever. And so my suggestion is to people, if you don't feel like you have it, search for it. It's on YouTube. It's kind of crazy. You would like to think your friends, family can do it. But the reality is, is maybe I was too shut off. I didn't care to hear from friends, family, whatever. But I needed to hear from somebody. And one of the things that pushed me to Citrus first, that first jump that I had to have, um, I heard a speech from Denzel Washington. And he said... um, to get something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. Hmm. And it just hit me so hard. And I've thought about that time and time and time again. I can't tell you how much, how many hours I've probably meditated on that one simple statement. To get something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. And it just hit me, I was like, okay, well, I haven't had freedom in financially financially or just in general. You know, most people have to go work at nine to five or they have to be somewhere whenever they want. I can take off whatever week, when I want, if there's a certain circumstance or something that I want to do or be at, or I want to take a four-day weekend, like the freedom that I have. And it's not just to, okay, let's let's also make sure that this isn't about Sean and Sean's life by any means, because the end game is not just to take care of my family, me, whatever. I don't care, like I said, about nice things. Like I said, if you met me and saw most of the things that I wear, things that I do, you wouldn't think I made more than 10, 15 bucks an hour. <laughs> like, Part of it's just because I don't know any better and I just don't know what would look right anyways. But, (laughs) um, you know, my ultimate goal is to start funding missionaries and, you know, planting churches and doing other things. This is all temporary. And honestly, if it was a different podcast, I would say it differently, but it's just, it's, it's stuff that doesn't matter to be honest with you. It's kind of garbage. Like, yes, you need a home, you need shelter, you need food, you need these things to live and survive. And I don't disagree with any of that. But do we need a million dollar home? No. And I'm not disapproving the people that do. I don't care. That's, that's their problem. They can do whatever they want. I don't care. I'm telling my heart and where I'm at. And that's my goal is to get to the point where I can start pushing for other ministries and people and supporting other people that don't have the money or don't have the capital to be able to fund the projects that they want to fund and get to the places they want to get to. Um, at the end of the day, and even that stuff, you know, and you're talking about, you know, being faithful and obedient to God. Um, just to touch base on this too, that I believe the only fair way that God is able to judge everybody across the board. Cause maybe I am super successful in, you know, five to 10 years and multi multi-millionaire and I'm funding all these different missionaries and all these other things and say, that's all I ever do. And, but if God didn't call me to do that and I miss what I did, I wasn't faithful and I wasn't obedient to what God called me to do. And that all right there tells me like my heart's on. Not, it may not necessarily be in the wrong place, but I'm not doing the right thing because that's not what God asked me to do. Um, and that's the only way that I believe God can um, actually judge across the board that's fair and adequate for everybody. God says he's no respecter of persons. So if that's the case, there has to be a level fair judging ground that everybody gets you know, judged upon. And I believe that's going to be obedience. Um, and so, you know, say somebody else is just, it's, they knew that they were supposed to be, you know, on the janitorial staff at a school. And they only, you know, get to speak about God a couple times, you know, to a student that's in hurting and need, like we need those things. We need every position across the, the field. Um, we need people in medical. We need people that's in business. We need those missionaries. And so, but I guess my point with all that is, is, you know, this is just a starting ground. It's not the end work for me by any means. Like I said, taking care of family for me has always been first. And I've asked God, I asked God years ago. I said, God, I'll go anywhere you want me to go, do anything you want me to do but I need to know my family's taken care of first. And after that's done, I'll go do whatever. And I do believe that God is also honoring that part along with what he told me when I was 12. And so there's things that I know God is doing right now to honor things that I've asked as well as things that he's told me separately. Um, and then it's gonna jump into all this other stuff as far as me helping and funding and church planting as well as you know helping other missionaries. And that's really my heart is more than anything else is helping other people get their projects started. And funding that and getting that going. So,
1: well, as, uh, Andrew and others have said, if you make giving an addiction, God will definitely support your habit. And if he can get it through you, he'll get it to you. And you're going to be blessed in that process as well. And you and I are very similar. Sean, we're both pretty minimalistic, you know, not very, um, you know, Materialistic, and when I say that, I don't necessarily mean. I mean that's don't get me bad. wrong,
2: I like nice things. Yeah, I like nice things. I really want a Ford Raptor right now, it's a
1: seventy dollar yeah. <laughs> truck. <laughs> right, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just that when your priorities well, are clear. And so. I think that you're going to be, I mean, that part of that is, is being a witness too. like when you, people can visibly see that you're blessed, you know, people are going to be interested in hearing what you have to say. And when you can tell them Absolutely. how you got to your six, not just that you have success, but how you got that success and blow their right. minds, then that is a witness in okay. and of itself. And so Absolutely. I just love your heart. Right. And like I, I said, no doubt.
2: Sorry, I'm not saying, but I was going to say, like I was saying about that earlier, like, I realize that God doesn't want me to be poor. God wants me to have money to use to reach people. So absolutely. I mean, I agree hundred percent like everybody's going to live their life differently, but it's important to understand like God wants his people to have money. Like that's the necessity to be able to move the kingdom of God. Like money has to happen. Yes. It is the least important thing, but at the same time it is needed to
1: fund things. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Sean, this is amazing. Where can people go to connect with you, learn more about you or your business, or just get in touch with you? Um, <laughs>
2: well, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty
1: bad about social things.
2: Um, I mean, I do have a personal Facebook, which is just Sean McMinch. Um, as far as businesses go, you know, I have a carpet cleaning business in the Colorado Springs area, Citrus Solution. And then, um, you know, my mold companies in Austin, San Antonio, Texas, the pure maintenance out there. But, um, as far as just personally, um, just Sean McNinch for Facebook. And that's, that's about all I would have.
1: And what's the, uh, websites if people want to, if you say for, for instance, people are interested in this very innovative process you have for how to uh, clean the mold and take care of COVID. If they want to learn more about that, whether for themselves as possibly getting into that or for, you know, connecting with you, uh, is there a website they can go to for that?
2: Sure. So puremaintenance.com is corporate's website and you can see where there's other um, affiliates that are just like me in their area. And we all treat the same way, do the same thing. We kill the same stuff. So um, even if I'm not in that area, more than likely, there's probably one of me close by and they're able to get that same information. Um, and then for me personally, just pure maintenance, um, puremaintenanceaustin.com. Um, and that covers basically all of South Texas. Okay. And then um, if it was for carpet cleaning reasons, it's the CitrusCoSprings.com.
1: Okay. Well, we'll make sure we put those in the uh, show notes so people can connect with that. But yeah, just hats off to you, my man. You have done an amazing job letting yourself be stretched, stepping into the unknown, um, not letting your fear and uncertainty or potential earthly disqualifications hold you back from the qualification that God has for you to succeed because of your calling and your purpose. And uh, I'm so glad we've been talking about doing this for a long time. I'm really glad to uh, be able to share this story and I'm sure the way things are going for you in three, six or 12 months, you'll probably have another 15 businesses if this rate keeps (laughs) up. So super excited to check back (laughs) in and see how that goes for you. But I hope you guys are all super encouraged and inspired and maybe convicted By Sean's story, by the level of faith and trust that he had in God, I want to share this as an example to say that there's no excuse, there's no reason not to step out and trust God and move forward. Don't let fear paralyze you. Don't let fear of the unknown, fear of uncertainty, fear of failure paralyze you. Sean's a living testament to this right now, and you can connect with him. We'll make sure we put all that stuff in the show notes. But Sean, thank you for your faithfulness, your trust, your obedience, and for sharing your story on the show.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: All right, guys, we will see you next week on a abetterwaypodcast.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of A Better Way Podcast with Ryan Haley. For more information and to discover more episodes, visit a betterwaypodcast.com or search us on iTunes, TuneIn, or any of your favorite online audio sites. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on iTunes or send us an email. Have a suggestion for who we could interview next? Let us know on our website. Finally, A Better Way is listener-sponsored. Help us to further the message of kingdom entrepreneurship by supporting us financially. You can give online on our website, betterwaypodcast.com. Again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.